Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in Her Space. In times of uncertainty, we are frequently reminded of the things that we have no control over. But the way that we manage our anxiety during these times is to truly focus on the things that you have control over. It may mean that you take a moment and figure out What is it? Like identify, what are the things in this moment that I have control over? Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or even a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or if you feel comforted throughout the episode, lady, please leave us a review and tell us what we're doing right so we can stay on track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit herspacepodcast.com and enter your email address to get updates about our live events and all of the new beginnings that we have for this year. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're, We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Her Space Podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit herspacepodcast.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Our quote of the day, what consumes your mind is what controls your life by Anonymous. What consumes your mind is what controls your life. I don't know about you, T, but when I hear that, I think about, okay, so the things that I constantly think about are the things that are controlling my life or the things that I'm focusing on in life. But I'm, I don't know. I think to some degree that makes a lot of sense, right? And I think it makes sense, but then it leads me to, okay, well then, If I don't want something to control my life, then I can change how I'm thinking. One of the things that I know that we have been thinking a lot about or that's been forced on us in terms of thinking about the coronavirus or COVID-19, as of this moment that we're recording, things are changing on a daily and not even daily, a moment to moment basis, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uncertainty there. And neither one of us are public health professionals. So 
Don't turn, don't hear COVID-19 lady and decide you're going to be like, "Uh uh-oh, let's turn this episode off. We're not listening. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want this to be an episode where we are focused on feeding the mass anxiety or hysteria around this virus, right? It is clearly a threat, but it's uncertain. What is happening? And I think the thing that we can focus on are the ways in which we can navigate and manage our own lives during times of uncertainty so that this doesn't just apply to dealing with COVID-19, but throughout various points in our life, we will be faced with things that are uncertain or things that feel as though they are beyond our control. And so today we want to dive in and kind of talk about what are some things that we can do to help manage ourselves and cope during times of uncertainty? Yeah, I would agree. I think that for me, when I first heard about it, I was just like, oh, okay, it's happening on this side of the world. But it seems as though as time went on, it began to, the news coverage you know, it heightened, it increased. I don't watch the news often. So I just kind of turns it on here and there, chat it with other people. But then as it started to impact businesses and conferences and events, I mean, I saw two people post on Facebook recently that they had speaking engagements and they got canceled and they were just like, damn, I'm really bummed about this. I saw the South by Southwest. So as things started to change, I was just like, oh, damn, should I be taking this more seriously? Right. I already washed my hands a lot. Like I am a pretty healthy person. So I wasn't really worried, but now that the reaction is the way that it is, it is, I don't know. I'm kind of in this balance of like, how do I feel about this? Right. One thing I also noticed is there are at risk groups Mm -hmm. that are being impacted more so than other folks. So as far as the people, the fatalities that we have been aware of, I believe from what I saw, they were in at risk groups, which would be Like elderly and young children or people with pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. I think the scary part about Mm COVID-19, though, is that it's a different virus from the flu. Mm -hmm. And it's something that even though right now the death count is low compared to the flu, Mm -hmm. we don't know where the death count will be. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's the piece that raises a lot of uncertainty for people is that it's unpredictable. Gotcha. And because it's unpredictable, I think like with a lot of things in life that when it's unpredictable, that is what raises the anxiety. That's what makes people scared Mm -hmm. because now if it's something that's unpredictable, you can't control it. Are you scared? For myself, Mm -hmm. no. But I also recognize that I am not in one of the high-risk groups Mm -hmm. and I'm not traveling to any of the high-risk places. Okay. What I am concerned about is the amount of fear that it is raising in all of us as a general public. Yes. What I am concerned about are the long-term effects from a social, political, economic standpoint. Yeah. Because at this point, at the time that we're recording this, there are some schools that have closed. 
but we are not in a situation where any cities in America have been completely shut down or quarantined. But again, everything changes from day to day. Mm -hmm. So we don't know. Yeah. I will say I'm not scared for the same reasons that you stated. Well, this is actually, let's just dive into the tips. Mm -hmm. And let's say the first one is to keep things in perspective. I am always a bit leery when the media is pushing anything. I think that the media, especially these days, doesn't seem to be super, I don't even want to say reliable, right? Because there are great journalists out there. But I think you know what I mean. I'm thinking about like the Trump. There's uh, a lot of sensationalism that happens with the news. Exactly. And I think what the point that you had made earlier about how you don't really watch the news. Yeah. And and so I think in terms of being able to keep things in perspective, Mm -hmm. I think being able to say, okay, I'm going to shut off the news Mm -hmm. or you listen to news outlets that are less sensationalized. And to me, my my experience of the less sensational news are your local public radio stations. And Shout out to those, you know, donate if you can to keep them running. Yeah. But your local public radio stations are ones that generally are not sensationalized. Yeah. They usually kind of have a pretty even neutral way of presenting the news. There we go. And I'm thinking about some of those outlets that are like celebrity driven and like the, like you said, the sensationalized media, mm-hmm. that's the media that I'm referring to. And so I, I'm always a little leery when they're pushing certain things where I'm like, Hmm, what, mm, what's behind this? Like what's going on? So not to be a conspiracy theorist, but I, I will say there's something interesting and a, a little odd and suspicious about the way that things are being handled. I would say I don't have enough information to state anything otherwise, but I, it makes me feel mm, uneasy. You know, uneasy. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and so I think it goes back to, like we said, for tip number one, to just keep things in perspective, to recognize that what you, the outlet that you might be taking in, recognize the source, mm-hmm. you know, keep, know your source. So then that takes us to tip number two, one of my favorites, <laughs> focus on what you can control. In times of uncertainty, we are frequently reminded of the things that we have no control over. But the way that we manage our anxiety during these times is to truly focus on the things that you have control over. It may take a, mean that you take a moment and figure out What is it like identify? What are the things in this moment that I have control over? I have control over my hand washing. I have control over places that I can go. Like, and so you figure out I have control over how much news or what news I can take in or social media or social media. Mm -hmm. Yes. All of those things. Those are the things that I know I have control over. Yeah. And so then those are the things that I will focus on. I would agree with you, John. That's good. And the third tip that we have is to exercise. I think that just practicing good self-care in general. So let's just say it's self-care, right? So exercise. I think moving your body and sweating a little bit, it does something for you. I actually did a home workout this week because... I just wasn't trying to go to the gym and I was a little iffy about touching equipment and all that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a home workout. You can literally YouTube some workouts and just do something active to kind of get that blood flowing. Yes. You know, whether you're going to go to therapy, right? 
or you're going to take a walk or just do something that makes you feel good because this is a good time to kind of de-stress, right? And, yes. and release any tension. Yes. Exactly. And I think to tie in the focus on what you can control and exercise, if for some reason you are having to quarantine yourself or you are deciding to to intentionally isolate, then you can control the type of exercise. So you can say, okay, well, you know what? I'm at home. And like you mentioned, I can figure out a workout that I have from home. In the show notes, we will have a link to yoga mats. That's all you really need is a yoga mat. And you can get pull up a YouTube video on your phone. There are apps where you can do like seven minute workouts or three minute workouts. So there are ways in which you can still get that exercise in, even if you can't leave your house. Yep. That's a good point, Don. And that takes us on to number four, which is connect to a bigger purpose. We also have a book in the show notes that's going to be really helpful because this book is called A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. It's also in Oprah's book club, Selection 61. So definitely check this out if you are trying to find a purpose. And the reason I bring this up is because I know for me personally, I've really been leaning into tip number two and four as well this week. And so in addition to keeping things in perspective and focusing on what I can control, the purpose that I've been committed to fulfilling is the commitment that Dom and I have to the podcast. And so for me, I'm like, okay, this is a way that we can give back to the world, right? We have a global audience, lady, you are somewhere in the world, you're listening. How can we offer some hope and inspiration, right? So this is motivating for me personally. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being yes. here because you are giving us something to contribute to and to help sort of raise the vibration of everyone that listens, right? And so think about, can you, you know, make an impact in your community and the school? Can you volunteer? Can you do something that'll make you feel as though you're connected to something bigger than yourself? And that's a tip that you can definitely use outside of this current state that we're in. That if you, like I mentioned, there are multiple times in life where we will find ourselves in a place of uncertainty. And one way that sometimes that'll pull us out is to identify what is our bigger purpose? What are the things that we are working on that we are trying to achieve in life? So then that takes us to tip number five. Get the facts. And I think that one ties into, you know, keeping things in for the first tip of keeping things in perspective, because when you are uncertain about something or unsure about what is being brought to you, you want to focus on the facts, right? The fact is there is a virus, right? The current fact is that there is nothing that you can necessarily do. Or is that a fact, right? You might hear that there is nothing you can do. But again, if we focus on what we can control, we can focus on our hand washing. And so it's easy to say, okay, it's to look at the facts and or look at a statement and determine, is this a fact? Or is this a statement that's being presented to me that I can determine whether or not I actually have some control in this moment? So identify what the real facts are. You may hear lots of rumors. And to me, getting the facts also means trusting your sources. So in terms of figuring out how to deal 
with COVID-19, the CDC and the World Health Organization are the two main sources that I would recommend for having the facts. CDC has a list of tips that you can do to keep yourself safe. The CDC has a list of places that are high risk and they have three different levels of alerts for risk. And so I would go to the CDC website and then also the World Health Organization because they keep up information on an international scale. Those are good ideas, Dom. I would also say fact check what you see on social media. We live in this world where people are more concerned about being first than being right. And so they will use clickbait and a bunch of other stuff to get your attention, to get you to click. And so I know for me personally, what I do when I go on social media, if I see something that's alarming, I would just take a deep breath and try to find multiple ideally reputable sources, right? So we're looking for sources that are, that have a good reputation, right? Before we actually believe the content that we are reading. Again, I go back to the CDC and the World Health Organization. Most reputable sources will reference the CDC and World Health Organization. If they're not referencing one of those two organizations, I would really do my own research and investigate. So then that takes us to tip number six. When we think about how we are taking in the information, the younger people in our life, our children and our family are also taking in this information as well, right? Tip number six is communicate with your children and family and communicate in a way that one figures out what's the game plan for your family. And this is beyond just dealing with COVID-19, right? Just figuring out what are what's your strategy in case of any type of emergency, making sure that everyone had knows everyone's number, which for me, this is a reminder of how cell phones have made us a little mentally lazy. I don't remember phone numbers. Like the phone numbers that I remember are numbers from back in the day that I actually had to dial. Yes. <laughs> if I don't have to dial it now, I don't really remember it. I may be able to recognize it if I see it, but to ask me to recall it, I, I'm stuck. So this, as we're talking now, wow, this is like a reminder to me of like, okay, maybe I need to actually memorize some numbers so that if some, if an emergency happens, I know whose number to dial. And so you communicate that information with your family. You have a contingency plan. If there were an emergency to happen and we are not all in the same place, what's our centralized meeting place? How are we going to let each other know that we are okay in the event that cell towers are down and we can't use the phone? And But then also, and that's on a more broader level of communicating, but also having conversations with your family about what they're watching on the news so that you can help your kids. Because if you're feeling anxious, chances are your kids might be feeling anxious as well. That's a really good point. And I think about, you know, we live in the Bay Area and I think about this conversation or these tips because this is these are conversations that we've had before. And there's actually... I was looking at, there's a walkie talkie app 
Lady, I would actually look at the app store and look for walkie talkie apps where you don't need the internet to communicate so that mm-hmm. you can have that app downloaded. We actually looked into this before. I can't remember the name, but it's like a walkie talkie app where you don't need the internet because in the event that something does happen, typically the cell towers won't be working because everyone's going to be trying to you know call their people. Mm-hmm. So I think looking into that app could be useful just to have it on deck in case, you know, you're not able to touch base with folks. You can use the app without self-service. But yeah, I think communicating with them. And then also I think about just how I'm living the day to day. I'm kind of taking it one day at a time, checking the sort, you know, the sources that you mentioned, Dom, just to see what updates do they have, not taking a look at everything else because everything else is just most of the time sensationalized. Right. And, and so I think that, you know, that takes us to tip number seven about keeping connected. And one of the things I'm going back to the thing that you mentioned about not taking in the news all the time. And I think the keep connected piece for me is about keeping connected to the things that keep you centered and grounded. Mm -hmm. Right. And the people that keep you centered and grounded. So you don't isolate. And because it's when you isolate, that's an indication that there's something wrong. And so if you stay connected to your routine as much as possible, that allows you to, again, focus on what you can control. And if you can stay in that routine, that helps keep that anxiety and that stress lower. And if you are in a situation where you are being quarantined or you're advised to be self-quarantined, I think... This speaks to you being connected mentally as well. So that you don't need to isolate mentally, right? So tapping into, you know, folks online or calling folks even. I know for us, our job, we've been encouraged. Many folks have been encouraged to work remote for an extended period of time. And if that's the case, I think it's important to find other ways and get creative on how to stay connected in the midst of wherever you might be and whatever you might be facing in your particular area. And then that brings us to our final tip, which is seek additional help. And to me, that means that, okay, we're going to step outside of we're doing all the things, right? We're engaging in our self-care. So we're exercising, we're meditating, we're reading, we're eating right. We're getting enough sleep. We're doing all those things. Know that there are additional resources out there and not just, you know, again, outside of COVID-19. If you were doing all the things for self-care and you still feel unsettled, contact a therapist, contact your spiritual advisor. Don't be afraid to reach out for additional help so that you can find those people who will help you get centered, get grounded. Spot on down. And there's an article at theconversation.com that we'll add in the show notes. And it says five tips for surviving in an increasingly uncertain world. And tip number four here is sort of a bullet point under tip number eight, which was seek additional help. But in the article, it says bolster resilience by increasing self-care. And so what it says here is, What you might not know is that the quantity and quality of sleep is also related to your ability to deal with uncertainty, as Dom just stated, right? Exercise, especially of the cardio variety, can increase your capacity to cope with uncertain situations and lower your stress 
anxiety, and depression. A new review study suggests that regular exercise may even be able to prevent the onset of anxiety and anxiety disorders. Possibly the best tool for coping with uncertainty is making sure that you have an active and meaningful social life. Loneliness fundamentally undermines a person's sense of safety, and it makes it very hard to deal with the unpredictable nature of life. So that kind of just reiterates everything that we just shared here. So we just want to do a quick little recap of the tips that we've shared on surviving and thriving in uncertain times. So number one, keep things in perspective. Number two, focus on what you can control. Number three, exercise or get your body moving or shake your booty. Twerk some, shake some. Twerk you some, know. okay. <laughs> number four, connect to a bigger purpose. That's right. And number five is get the facts. Number six, communicate with your children and family. Number seven, keep connected. And number eight, seek additional help. Thank you for listening, lady. And we know that, again, these are uncertain times. Feel free to reference this episode. Feel free to go to the CDC website. Contact your therapist. If you aren't able to see your therapist physically, ask your therapist if they provide telemedicine. Ask your insurance provider if they offer teletherapy services. So that even if you are in a space where you can't leave home, you may still be able to access therapy. Yes. And lady, next week, we have a very fun episode for you. So stay tuned because we know the energy is a little low right now worldwide. So we got some fun cooking up for you. So stay tuned for that episode. And also we have some fun episodes that you can go back to revisit. We are currently in season five of the podcast. So you have four seasons to binge listen to while you are navigating these uncertain times that we're in. So check them out. Let us know what you think and we'll see you next week. Hey girl. Hey, it's Terry here from the Her Space podcast. Every Wednesday, I release a Wisdom Wednesday mini episode that'll give you the quick boost you need to get you through hump day. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click the Wisdom Wednesday with Terry link under start here to get your weekly gems. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today in Herspace. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health. But it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. There's something inside of me that's bigger than any obstacle. We'll see you next week, lady.